Welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30 to 9am to help small businesses. Ask any questions or in the comments or use the hashtag QBAT on Twitter. If you need any more advice, please do join the official Intuit QuickBooks SME community group on Facebook, where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. Now, during the live session today, we will be running a poll, so please do engage with it, and I'll be revealing the results at the end of the show. So thank you to everyone um, for joining me again um, on, on this show. A little bit of information about me. Uh, my name is Ariona. I'm the Managing Director of Majors Accounts. Uh, in terms of my qualification background, I am a Qualified Chartered Certified Accountant with the ACCA. I have a Master's in Accounting and Finance and a Master's in Law in International Banking and Finance. I've also recently completed a postgraduate diploma with the University of Oxford in Strategic Finance. So for me, studying, I think, is done. Um, and I'm also a member of the QuickBooks Accountants Council and a member of ACCA's UK Practitioner Network and ACCA's SME Global Forum member. Um, so I've been working now in practice for the last 13 years alongside my studies, um, which has been great in ensuring that I've enhanced my studies backed with you know, the experience from small practice where you really get to see everything, how business functions, how it works, what their pain points are, investigating ways of providing solutions to those pain points and finding ways to help small businesses grow or become more profitable or achieve whatever their goals may be. So who are Majors Accounts? So we are a small accountancy practice based in South East London. We provide support mainly to the SME space, so whether they're owner-managed businesses usually, whether they're self-employed or limited companies in a wide range of industries, um, to name a few construction, hospitality, financial services, um, IT, hairdressers, barbers, nurseries, pubs, bars, restaurants, and so on. Um, so since becoming managing director, I have spearheaded and implemented a digitization strategy within the firm of becoming a paperless office. Um, we are now pretty much there and I'm proud to say that we are also a QuickBooks online only practice. So we've tried to become somewhat experts in this space. So now within our firm, everything can be done online using an array of really amazing technology and apps which all feed into QuickBooks to create an elevated experience, not only for our team who are using the cutting edge technology, um, but being ahead of the game for our clients also. Now clients do not need to come in and see us if they don't want to. So there's a convenience and time saving there. Um, and it allows for our national and soon to be global reach. So we've got clients from Isle of Wight all the way down, sorry, from Ireland all the way down to the Isle of Wight. And the idea of this strategy that we've implemented is to bring the client accountant relationship closer. We are a family run practice. So we like to treat our team and clients alike um, like family, it's one of our core values and we believe it helps to build an excellent rapport. Um, it also helps to provide a more personalised service and then coupled with the expertise built up from years of experience, you know, it just works so much better for all parties involved. And the idea of adoption of technology is to bring us closer so we can be the virtual finance director for our clients who often wear all hats of the business, don't have time to be really analysing what they're you know, what their figures mean and how that's translating into profitability or growth and so on. So our efforts haven't gone 
unnoticed. Um, over the last few years, uh, Majors of Council was nominated for Independent Firm of the Year um, for Greater London by the British Accountancy Awards. That's the last two years in a row. I um, myself have been nominated for a few awards, one um, Top 50 Women in Accounting and for three awards by the Women in Finance and Accounting 2020. Um, so we've we've and we've also been um, featured in the Parliamentary Review magazine, 2017-18, um, in the financial services sector, of showcasing best practice in our arena. Now, enough about me. Currently, obviously, everyone is aware of the situation with COVID. Um, businesses have been affected massively worldwide. Um, in the UK, obviously, the econ economy shrunk in April. It was announced that it shrunk by 20%, which is a huge amount. And many businesses, as a result, have had to close because they've had no choice due to restrictions. Um, therefore, they're not generating any income. And we don't really know how long this will last, or we don't really know what's what's happening, uh, whether we're coming or going, where you know, closing one day, opening the next, reducing um, restrictions and so on. But not many have planned for this effectively. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure how you can plan for a global pandemic. But one of the main issues has been that businesses have not had the adequate cash reserves to continue going to be able to pay for some of their expenses whilst they're not generating income. And as a result, many will not know if they're going to have a business to go back to once everything dies down, because it will eventually. Um, so in this time, businesses should have been using this as an, as an opportunity to pivot um, whilst they haven't been working, to really think of ways of adding, adding new service lines or changing the way that they're offering current services to be able to keep trading. Now, some have done this really well, um, and some haven't really been sure what they could do. But during this time, obviously, the government have been introducing a number of reliefs and grants available to try and help businesses to at least stay afloat during this period. Now, since my last session, there were um, a few announcements, um, a few changes to the previous announcements, which were, let's be honest, quite difficult to understand anyway. But as a result of the recent local lockdowns, um, the 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 grants that were available have been made slightly more generous, which I'll go into now. So one of those is the business grant support. So there is an extra two up to £2,100, sorry, for businesses affected by tier two restrictions, primarily in the accommodation, leisure and hospitality sector. Now, this is connected to your um, business rates and how much they are. So anyone with business rates of under 15,000, they will get £934 per month. Anyone from 15 to 51,000 uh, of business rates, they will get £1,400 per calendar month. And anyone with rates of over 51,000, they will get the £2,100. Also, grants of up to £3,000 for businesses who are also legally required to close um, are available, and these can actually be backdated to August. So it's estimated that around 150,000 businesses could um, benefit from this in England. 
The other change that was made to the job support scheme, so employer contributions has reduced to just 5%, and it was previously 33% when it was first announced. The employee working hours has gone down to 20%, also previously 33%, so employees can basically work just one day a week to be eligible for this. The government will now fund up to 61.67% of the wages of hours not worked, up to a maximum payment of 1,541 pounds and 75 pence per employee. Now, the use of this scheme will be available to businesses of all alert, all alert levels, and the employers will still be eligible to get a job retention grant uh, bonus, sorry, of a thousand pounds for these employees, um, even if they're only working one day a week. Now, the self-employed grants as well, there has been a, a slight improvement to this. Um, so previously, when it was announced, um, it was said that the trading profits grant would only be 20% of um, whatever the trading profits are. But this has now increased or doubled to 40%. Uh, so it's gone up from £1,875 to £3,750. And you must have been affected by coronavirus, obviously, to be able to um, benefit from this scheme. Now, this starts from the 1st of November, but there will be um, a review in about three months' time to this, depending on what the percentages are. They could go back down to 20, they could stay at 40, they could increase. You never know, depending on where we're going to be in three months' time. Now, there have been specific measures as well for Scotland. Um, so there is um, some support for online businesses. Uh, so in Scotland, there has been launched £1 million um, scheme called uh, Scotland Loves Local Scheme to support town centres and to promote online businesses. So there will be business grants of £500 to £5,000 to help advertise businesses to facilitate online sales. So that's businesses who are on the high street, for example, but they're not able to open. So they will get that grant to try and get them online um, and kind of, you know, have that facility to be able to provide online sales. In Northern Ireland, there has also been a support scheme launched, um, so the COVID restrictions business support scheme. So the businesses um, affected with the health within the health protection coronavirus restrictions number two regulations, Northern Ireland, 2020, but they're not eligible for localised business support schemes. Um, business must the business must be in the supply chain of businesses affected by the regulations and has been significantly impacted as a result. And they must be operating in Northern Ireland, but has to have been trading immediately before the 16th of October. So businesses not also for businesses not included in the scope of funds already allocated to executive departments to respond to COVID restrictions. And the business must also have been required to close, um, but they're not eligible for localised business support schemes. They are also entitled to £600 per week. And the financial measures in Wales, um, so announced recently, there's a £300 million fund. So every business affected and covered by the small business rates relief will receive a £1,000 payment. And small and medium-sized retail and hospitality and leisure could receive a one-off payment of up to £5,000 if they are forced to close. And there are additional discretionary grants and support for smaller businesses struggling, but I imagine these will be, um, you know, up, up to the different local councils and there will be different schemes available. And I'm guessing we will hear more about, about those um, 
And the previously announced £80 million to help businesses develop in the longer term has increased now to £100 million, but £20 million has been ring-fenced for the tourism and hospitality industry, which I guess makes sense at the moment. They're one of the industries really suffering. So that's a quick roundup of you know, what is available at the moment and some of the changes that have been made to previous announcements. Um, I'm going to start taking questions now. I have a question from Andrew from Facebook who says, how do businesses claim the several support and help schemes being announced in the new tiered lockdowns? Do we need to reach out to respective local council authorities or is there a central system for this? So at the moment, because of the fact that, you know, this is just happening right now, a lot a lot of cities and towns are going into um, restrictions at the moment. Um, there hasn't been much information on how, this, how these schemes will be applied for, but I believe this is something that will be announced very soon because the support has just been announced. I expect this week we'll see how we'll be able to claim for them, but I imagine it will be from um, the local councils, as with the previous um, grants of £10,000, for example, that were available to businesses. We have a question from Robert from Facebook Messenger who says, when does the employer contribution reduce to 5% from the current 33% under the job support scheme? So the job support scheme, this will be effective from the 1st of November and this will be essentially replacing the coronavirus um, scheme at the moment. So from the 1st of November, you can go on and use this scheme and there will be obviously that reduction. The scheme that was announced previously, that's basically those percentages that were announced previously have been scrapped and changed to these new um, percentages. So you will always from the start, from the 1st of November, use these percentages um, for employees, hours or days that they are not working. Um, we have a question from Ezra from Twitter, who says, Hi, Ariana, according to last week's announcements, grants to the self-employed will double to a maximum of 3750 I hadn't claimed anything before as my business was okay, but now I want to make use of this. How do I know if I'm eligible and how to apply? Um, so you can actually apply for these schemes if you haven't applied before. Um, you just have to be able to prove that since, you know, um, maybe extra lockdowns or depending on the type of your business, you have to show that you have been affected by coronavirus. And as a result, your profits have depleted um, and you need that support from the government. As long as you can support this with figures, bank statements, sales, um, then you should be okay to apply. And as long as you've obviously submitted your last two years tax returns, at least, um, although they are going on one year as well, but I would suggest last two years if possible, um, then you should be fine. Just the only thing that I would say is make sure you keep this documented um, just because I imagine HMRC will be going back and investigating and they will be investigating up to six years in the future. Um, so they could come at any time within that period to kind of ask, you know, were you eligible for this claim or not? I hope that's helped. So we have a question now from Lynn Murray from Facebook who says, are there any other grants available and what is the grant called if you're self-employed? We are a plumbing business. So the self-employed grant um, is obviously 
you know, the one that's available that I just discussed a moment ago, where you will get 40% of trading profits. Um, this will be for up to three years tax returns, but they can go on less. There have been people that have um, used just one year because other two years weren't available. Um, but if you are self-employed, then you can take, you know, make use of this scheme. You just have to prove that current the, the situation at the moment has affected your business um, so whether you're a plumbing business or any kind of business if you're self-employed and you've been affected then you can make use of this scheme we have a question from Mari from Facebook who says I want to ask about the kickstart scheme as an employer how can I apply and what are the benefits in terms of funds that I can claim and what will the payment schedule be like so the kickstart scheme is a great scheme for um, so their jobs made available for 16 to 24 year olds um, who would have otherwise um, been in unemployment um, the government will provide 1500 pounds per um, person that is taken on and this is a scheme for six months and the government will pay for 25 hours a week the national minimum wage for that employee now if you want to take them on longer than this um, for more hours you can but you'd obviously pay the difference and if you want to pay them more you can but you pay the difference from the national minimum wage to whatever you have decided to pay them in order to do this though to qualify for the scheme you should be able that the employer must be able to um, and show that they're providing support to the employee or worker, not just in terms of um, kind of training them, but also working with them to improve their CV, working with them to improve um, things like key skills, like being on time and working well within a team and so on. So you have to show that you're helping them to grow um, to be able to find further jobs in the future. And it may be that you keep them on. Great. If not, but at least you've provided them with that support going forward and long term. Um, so the the scheme is open at the moment, um, and we believe that obviously the first jobs will be available starting from November. Um, payments schedules, we don't know exactly what these will be like for the time being. Um, I imagine they could be monthly, as with a lot of other schemes similar to this, for example, the job retention scheme. Um, but this will obviously be paid directly into the employer's bank account. And there's that that nice £1,500, as I mentioned at the start, to help with the running costs and any expenses. Um, and this is a great scheme to really take some staff on um, and for it not to be too much of an expense for you because essentially you're going to be training these people and they'll need time to really um, come up to speed and where you will start seeing the benefits of them so this is I think an amazing scheme the only thing is you can do one only at a time so once one six month scheme has ended then you can take on somebody else for another six months until we're told obviously the scheme has ended um, we have a question now from Isaiah from Facebook who says, Morning, Ariana. My question is on behalf of a few of us local business owners in Yorkshire. What are the top two, three things business owners should focus on and prepare for returning to business post these lockdowns? 
Okay. Um, during this time, I would have said that you should have really been looking at ways to change your business and the way that it currently provides a service or um, products or whatever your business is. You're going to need to be focusing on um, the changes that you have, may have made to see how you can integrate them into your business to work long term for you. Um, and it could be a completely new service line um, for you in the future. But during this time, obviously, you know, easing your way back into back into businesses um, and with employees, for example. I know when we started to go back around May time as a business, we brought in a third of our team and on shift basis so they could slowly transition back to work. Because don't forget, for some people, employees will have possibly not been working for up to six months um, and coming straight back into work with full hours as before is going to be difficult for them. So to ensure that, you know, you've got the most efficient and happy staff because when they're happy, they're going to be, you know, more willing to work for you and they'll do a better job, um, possibly ease them in. I think that that's one of the things for the employees um, and yourself as well, depending on, again, what kind of business it could be, um, hours that are not necessarily, you know, full hours as before. So you don't open up fully, but you transition slowly, which could help with some of your expenses, depending on, you know, whether you have a premises or not. Um, but if possible, I would be looking at how you can go online, how you can, you should be letting your, the area, your surrounding area know that you have reopened whether that's on social media um, it could even be posting I mean not many people do this but it can be effective um, whether it's posting even leaflets or um, putting it somewhere on a local site I know there are community groups on Facebook for example but also possibly newspapers just to let them know that we're open again um, and back to work as normal. Um, you may, again, also want to do um, with clients appointment basis only, um, but these are all small ideas which depend on what kind of business that you have. Um, if I was to know a little bit more, maybe I could provide some more suggestions. I hope that's helped though. Um, we have another question now from Nathaniel from Twitter, who says, I'm a self-employed fitness instructor. instructor. Business has been very slow for me and I'm behind on my tax payments as well. Are there government schemes outside the SEIS or uh, that I can avail. One thing that I would say with tax payments, as with many people now, they're going to be behind with tax payments. Now, there has been obviously um, a chance to for the payment on account that was due in July that has been pushed to the 31st of January to try and help businesses um, with those payments for self-assessment. Um, but if you foresee that actually business is not picking up and you're not going to be able to make those payments, Give HMRC a call and at the moment they are agreeing um, payment terms and um, kind of payment plans. So you let them know this is what I can afford at the moment. They may ask for a payment up front, um, just a small notional payment of whatever you can make um, and they will agree a payment that you will be able to make. Now, obviously, if business does pick up and you find that actually you are able to pay, then you can pay that off whenever you want to. But at least you have that peace of mind that you won't be getting penalties and so on um, with those tax payments. So you can keep some cash um, 
to help your cash flow, to possibly help invest in trying to make everyone aware that you're still available um, and possibly you'll be able to provide online support. I know there have been a lot of fitness instructors that have been kind of working that way. So you could do a Zoom with your clients um, and kind of getting them through things. I know it's not the same, but it's something to keep you going. But that is something that I would say is kind of best and available to you there's obviously the bounce back loans which i don't know um it's not a grant it's a loan which you have to pay back but that's something that could help you momentarily um, with cash flow and with those schemes you can keep the money for 12 months without paying anything back and if you find after 12 months actually you don't need it anymore then you can pay it all back without having any kind of expense so something to think about i would say we have a question from Irfan from Instagram who says, what are the updates on VAT reduction for the hotel and hospitality sector? So I haven't actually seen uh, many updates on this um, since obviously they were announced a few months ago where they were reduced um, significantly. Um, I imagine that this will continue for the time being because the hospitality sector has been um, affected massively by this and obviously with some places under much stricter lockdowns if you're from one area you can't go into an area with a different um, alert level so which will affect many um, businesses like hotels and hospitality sector um, we have a question from brand from twitter as we go into lockdown, my six employees will be on leave. Will I be able to claim statutory sick pay on this basis? Um, no, statutory sick pay is for those that are actually sick. Um, so if they have coronavirus, for example, you can claim statutory sick pay from the day that they um, start seeing symptoms. Um, obviously, this is around £90 a week only. Um, but otherwise, if they're on leave, that, that's counted as part of their um, part of their normal pay. So depending on how much leave they have in the year, this will fall under one of the job retention schemes that are available at the moment. Um, and that also depends on, obviously, whether you're forced to close or not. There are different schemes available. Um, but definitely um, something that will be available to you but I wouldn't go for statutory sick pay unless they're actually sick just because generally you will get less than the other schemes that are available at the moment. We have a question from Francesca who is a self-employed consultant um, she says, I've deferred from my July self-assessment tax bill amount. Is the due date still 31st of January or has there been any extension to this? So obviously the date is the 31st of January but you can and there's nothing stopping you calling HMRC and agreeing a time to pay. Um, they obviously it has also been, there have been a few schemes that have been extended so you can pay I believe um, up to a year so in equal monthly installments a year after 31st of January, but this is something that you need to call HMRC for and um, agree a time to pay. So at least you will know you won't have those penalties. Uh, now, there have been actually, it's a little bit cheeky from HMRC, but those who haven't paid the July um, tax that was due, the payment on account, 
they have passed this on to debt collectors. And I've seen myself, a lot of my clients getting letters from debt collectors and they will try it. They'll say, you haven't paid your July payment, you have to make it. Um, but if you do get something like this, please don't pay it if you, if you can't. Um, don't feel stressed if you can't because the government legislation allowed for it to be extended to the 31st of January. So possibly just let them know and call HMRC because HMRC will, has been saying, oh, we didn't know that shouldn't have been sent out. Um, so just please take, um, take care when getting those letters. Unfortunately, I don't have any more time for any more questions. Um, however, the poll results are in. So we asked you, have you prepared your business for the new tiered lockdown? Um, so 17% answered yes and 83% said no. Now, this is... Um, kind of worrying. I know this is something that wasn't expected um, and businesses have had to try and think of ways to, to make changes so that they can be, um, you know, they can keep trading during these lockdowns. So we don't know if they're going to be two weeks, if they're going to be a month, whether it's going to be three weeks or, or so on. But don't be too stressed. Just use the same techniques as you have done during lockdown for those that were able to pivot. For those that weren't, hopefully you've used this time to try and think of new ways of working and trading and just use those techniques. So as I mentioned before, you need to find ways of pivoting to and fro, depending whether we go into lockdown, whether it's stricter or whether they're eased. So it's finding that balance basically in the ways that you're working. Now, Unfortunately, that's it from me today. But if you have any questions, then please do get in touch with the QuickBooks support team or myself. I can be contacted um, on by directly by email at ariona at majorsaccounts.com. Um, you will also be able to find us on all social media um, channels at Majors Accounts, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Instagram. And on our website, we also have a dedicated news section, which is updated as and when information or new um, uh, information is made available and from the government. So please do um, read that. And also we have an app which has a dedicated COVID-19 section with all grants that are available. So please do, do go to our website and download that. Um, now, coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow is Shweeb Aslam, Shweeb is a CEO and founder of Pearl Accountants, which uses technology to increase productivity and eliminated wasted time. So please do tune in and get growth and productivity advice for your business. A reminder that if you need any more advice, do join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. I really enjoyed answering your questions this morning, and I hope you have a great day and a great rest of the week week.